Running a business isn't easy, but it can be even harder when your husband doesn't support your mission. What do you do? Do you fight for your business or do you fight for your marriage? I am joined today by Beatrice Vargas, a life and wife coach who helps women transform their marriages even if their husbands aren't showing up to participate. We'll dive into the questions to ask yourself and how to get to the root of the why. Grab your coffee and let's dive in. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And today we are going to be talking about a topic that I have yet to discuss on my show because I have been very fortunate in my business to have a supporting spouse. But there may be a lot of women out there, maybe you're listening and thinking, I don't have a supportive spouse. My husband or my partner does not like the idea of me having a side hustle or running a business and they just don't support you. And that has to be tremendously hard to deal with. So today my friend, my friend Beatrice is here and she, not only is she a life coach, but she considers herself the wife coach, which I just (laughs) love that. And Beatrice does have a podcast. The name of her podcast is the Grace fueled wife. It's such a beautiful show. So Beatrice, welcome to the show. Yay. Welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) It's great. We finally connected and are able to do an episode together. I love this. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So Beatrice and I, we've known each other for a while. We actually went through a mastermind with um, our coach at at the time. It was Stephanie Gass. So I know a little bit about your business and what you do, but let our audience know exactly what you do and what caused you to start your podcast and to really help men and women have really great marriages. Yes. Well, we, it goes back probably my son is eight. So about nine years ago, my husband uh, walked out on me. So I, uh, we have a very great marriage now, but you know, at the time, not so great. And he, I, we were having a really rough spout. I knew that he was leaving. I remember at the time telling my, like some of my friends and my pastors, like, Hey, he's, he's going to leave. And they're like, no, he would never. And I came home from a business trip to an empty apartment one day. And it was obviously as devastating as that sounds. That's how it was. Found myself crying on a like cold basement floor, just like, Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And at the time, God was like, you'll be back together within nine months. Okay. And, and sure enough, within nine months, there's a lot of things that went on, prayer and all kinds of uh, things really that I did working on myself and, and really changing myself. Because at the time I felt like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Like I am such a good wife. Hello. (laughs) Like I was really like, are you kidding me? Like, 
I am such a catch. And, and my whole family was like, I can't believe he left you. Like he's stupid. Like his own friends were like, he's stupid. Like I have no idea what he was thinking and why he would ever leave you. So I'm thinking like, I'm the next best thing and he's all wrong. Well, during that time, I was like, well, you know what, maybe, maybe I should start to do a little bit of self-reflecting and maybe I should start to think about what uh, things I may have said or done or whatever that contributed to, to this kind of breakdown in the marriage. So we got back together, great, loving marriage, you know, year later, um, he gives his life to, to Lord, beautiful story. Fast forward now uh, about seven years later, I really felt like um, God telling me like, you are gonna impact thousands with your story. And I was like, what, what story? At the time I was building a side hustle. I was, I had it work doing an MLM and, you know, trying to get fit. I, I thought I was going to be like a, a Zumba instructor. So I was a Zumba instructor. Like a, I was doing all the things. I thought I was going to be a personal trainer. I thought I was going to have like one of these, like, you know, I don't know, like Instagram. I just thought I was building some sort of side hustle because I wanted to be an entrepreneur, had an entrepreneur's heart. And I felt like this is my calling. I'm not here to be, corporate America was not for me anymore. I'd left that and was running the family business. And I was like, what story, God? Like, what are you talking about? My weight loss story? It's not even that impressive. Like, I really didn't know. And as the months went on, I started to see, we had shared our testimony for like church. They call it stories when they film your testimony and they show it. And all of a sudden my Instagram DM started blowing up. People I didn't know from all over um, were sending me messages. Hey, that was so inspiring. Wanting to meet up and have coffee, wanting to. So even from then, before I even thought about being a marriage coach, relationship coach, a wife coach, any of those things. I was sitting down and having coffee weekly with one woman after another, talking to her about my story and encouraging her in her own. So, um, if, you know, fast forward, idea of a podcast came up from our business coach. And I was like, yeah. So she, you know, we came up with the concept and I launched the podcast. And it has since been really awesome, like to watch it grow, like we were talking about before we started recording, really awesome to watch it grow, but even more awesome to watch women reach out to me and say, hey, how can, you know, can you help me? You know, and, mm -hmm. and I, I have women in all stages of their relationships. I have a couple of clients who's, who are in the midst of separation, who are about to get separated, but I have others who were been married a year. And they're just looking to reconnect in their marriage. And you know what, any, with any healthy marriage, any marriage, good or bad, a lot of times we'll get to a place where we, we may love each other or he may be a good man, but we like not really loving our marriages at the moment. And like, you know, you start to feel a little bit like a roommate, a little bit stale, a little bit disconnected, hmm. all of that. That's how it starts, right? And it starts there. And, and in some cases it will end in something like separation or, or get to that point. So I wanna catch people before we get to that point. Um, and that's really what I help to do. So that when this topic came up of um, what to do if your husband isn't supporting you in your business, I was like, yeah, I can talk about that. You know, cause so many times in the beginning of my story, my husband, my husband was not supportive of my business. And then even through the work that I do, I always find there's always, always a reason that I think we can uh, get into today. Well, I'm very excited and very inspired by your story. And I think it's just so cool how 
through those women, God spoke to you and showed the path for you that I think is amazing. And I know that you're making an impact on not only women, but their marriages and their relationship with their spouses. So yes, we are going to talk today about what happens when your husband isn't supporting your business idea. I'm sure that happens more than we think it does. Like I said in the beginning, I was fortunate to have a husband go, yeah, if you want to do something, go ahead and do it. Even though there was always that question of how much is that? How much do you want to spend? Why are you investing in that? And then that question of, well, you're not even making that much yet. So why should you invest? So even though there is support, there is still some of that back and forth conversation that happens. And then the doubt kind of gets into your mind. But before I jump ahead, because I see yeah. that you are shaking like, your oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when that happens, what is the first question a wife should ask her husband if the husband isn't supportive of her business idea? Well, before the first thing a wife should ask, and even before she asks her husband, I want her to ask herself, why do you think it is that he's not being supportive? And a lot of work that I do, we get into like the root. I want to get to the why first, because there is always a deeper why. So if he's not supportive of the business, right? So in your case, for instance, like you were saying, because I think your case will mirror uh, a lot of women out there where he's supportive, but, you know, and what are all the buts for? So for you, what are all the, he's supportive, but, well, it's it's because the the in the investment that you're making into your business, besides your time investment, right? Because he has to mm-hmm. be supportive of your time investment. But also when he is, if he's going to be supportive of the monetary investment, well, if he's the only one working outside the home, the only one bringing in income, well, that's why, and, and perhaps he's the one who's doing the budget. That's what might cause him to pause, right? That's my, what might cause him to be like, ooh, I don't know, Right because he's trying to be wise and he's trying to steward the fam- the finances. And so he's trying to do all those things. So a lot of times when that happens, you have a situation like yours where you guys can work it out. You know, you understand that maybe that's the case. Uh, you, you know, you understand that like, okay, he's not trying to be unsupportive. He, there's a difference, right? Between being unsupportive and really trying to be wise because anybody who has um, tried to run a business before. I mean, any of the statistics, everyone knows how, what it's like some crazy percentage of businesses fail, you know, and, and women will go out there and will invest the money in these businesses and then maybe not put in the work and not do what we're supposed to do. Or maybe the business idea wasn't the greatest to begin with. It doesn't take off the ground. And now we've spent all this money. We're in debt. So those sometimes are a lot of the things that the husband is trying to avoid. So the reason, first, that's why the first question I say is, is why? Is it that? Hey, did you know this? I recently published a journal. Yep, I did it. For years, I tried to get into the habit of journaling daily, but I could never find the right journal. Every time I would purchase a new one, I was left with disappointment. I felt unfulfilled after journaling, so I thought, heck, I'm going to create my own, and now I'm sharing it with you. If you're a dreamer like me, but ready to take action and be a doer and see those dreams come to fruition, then snag my daily journal. Create a daily habit of gratitude, dream writing, action taking, and releasing all the garbage that we don't have control over. 
Head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab your copy. Now let's get back to the show. Because if it's that, it's not necessarily a, a marriage issue or a communication issue in your marriage. It's understanding, you know, how are you and your husband going to um, mitigate some of your risk? Like, what are some of those questions? What are some of those things that you can do? Those then become different questions, right? Mm-hmm. For me, my husband and I don't really fight over that because I bring in money of my own. And the the money of my own that I bring in, I choose to invest in the business. We also have things set up in our finances where I've set it up that I can invest in, in myself and my business without it affecting the family per se. But my time, that's a different story, right? It's right. like time is not free. And uh, at the time, that's what we have a, a we go back and forth about. So when I say asking yourself, it's really getting to the bottom of, is it investment thing? Is it a time thing? Is it because he is just not supportive, right? So maybe you do have the finances to do it, or you are bringing in your money, your own money, but your husband is just not being supportive. And if that's the case, then why? Because there's a a couple of other things that come up. When I first started to, this was an MLM that I was running that later kind of um, was shut down by the FCC. So they weren't really doing a good job of making sure that their distributors were getting paid fairly, right? So when I was doing that, his concern was, well, babe, you know, you have a tendency to start things and not follow them through. So it's like, his concern was coming from a very real place. It was coming from a place that I had shown him with my own actions, what I was doing or what I was capable or not capable of doing. And then he would see on the flip side, he would say, but I know when you put your mind to it, like when you want, when you want something bad enough, you get it done. And so it was really him more challenging me to say, okay, well, if we're going to make the time and financial investment, are you going to, are you going to actually do it? Or is it something that you're not really that committed to? So that could be the issue as well. So the reason why I say ask yourself is really kind of like all the time, even I'm, I'm a firm believer of like a journal. I carry one with me all the time or in the morning, like after my prayer time, I sit and I journal everything out because I, I, I really want to get to that root. Is it, is it a him thing or is it a me thing? Is it something I'm not committing to? You know, is he trying to be supportive, but I keep showing him differently? Or is it that, you know, I I have a tendency to overspend on other things, right? That might be, I personally raising my hand, I have a tendency to overspend on other things. So when I'm quick to spend in the interest of I'm investing in my business, he's like, okay, that's great. But like, you know, where does it end, right? So it's really just understanding that because as we understand all of those pieces, as we really take the time to figure out all of those pieces of like, oh, wait a minute, this is where it might be coming from. It helps the communication go so much smoother because we're going to be a lot more inclined to understand his point of view when we do the next thing, which is then ask him. So is he saying that he's not being supportive? And by not being supportive, it could be a lot of things. Is he not being supportive, meaning he doesn't want to allow you to invest money into the business? Or maybe it's your time that he's being more protective of where he's like, 
you know, babe, like I, re- you know, we, the family needs you at home to do X, Y, and Z, that sort of thing. So sometimes if we, once we've kind of figured out on our own what the root issue might be, it helps the conversation when we talk to him about it. Because 90% of the time, I'm going to say, if, if you have a good husband, like he loves you and, and he means well, and you guys love each other. He is a good man. Maybe you fight a little bit. Maybe you're a little bit disconnected. Deep down, he has a desire for you to be happy. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to feel fulfilled. He he wants all those things for you. So the objections that he's having are probably having nothing to do with your business and probably have more to do with what are you guys, are you coming to the same place together in terms of what your interests are? So I teach this on my show all the time and Uh, to my clients, we talk about interest versus positional statements. This is something you learn in like any sort of conflict resolution. So a positional statement is going to be like, why are you always late? Why can't you get anywhere on time? Everybody, like I'm sure everyone that sort of sentence resonates with people. They've either heard it or said it at one time in their life. Well, saying something like that, does that really get you anywhere? Does that really get him anywhere when he says, babe, why can't you be on time? Right. But if you guys start to talk about what your interests are and, and really look for your common interests, all of a sudden now we're moving the needle. So if he says something to you instead of why can't you be anywhere on time? And he says something to you more along the lines of, babe, it's really important to me to get to my parents' house on time for this event. Wow. Well, I'm sure you want to do the things that are important to your husband, right? And it's not attacking you. He's just letting you know what's important to him. It's going to make you react differently and it's vice versa. So going back to the whole issue of our businesses, I'm sure that your husband has an interest of seeing you happy, of seeing like a thriving family, of understanding your vision, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you talk about those things, Versus talking about, well, I want you to stay with the kids while I go spend a few hours this weekend working on this event or whatever. I have no idea. Whatever that looks like for you and your businesses, he's just thinking about it as like, well, now I have to do all the work. He's thinking about all the inconveniences he has, right? But once you guys start to come together in terms of what those interests are, all of a sudden, the conversation really starts to move forward. I love that. So what I've heard so far is initially we need to have that internal check and reflection Mm -hmm. of asking why. Yeah. And then as we are asking and communicating with our husband, we also have to kind of reframe the way we speak about it and Mm -hmm. focus more on the interests and the vision. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because now what you're doing is you're not fighting against him. You're working with him. And all the time I tell my clients and I tell my husband too, if we're in the middle of an argument, I'm like, I have to remind myself, remind him we're on the same team. So many times as married couples, we forget mm-hmm. that we are on the same team. We have the same vision for, or, and that might be the problem, which that's going to be my next thing, but or a, a vision, but like, You guys are on the same team. You both want to see your marriage, your children, your finances, your faith walk. Like you both want to see that prosper and you want to see it move forward. So if you talk about it in that sense of, 
let's be a team and this is how we can make the team go forward, that's gonna be much more productive. Now, the last thing that we come to, it's not necessarily the last thing, but the, the last thing that we come to is, cause I'm already hearing all the time. I, like I hear, as I'm speaking, like I hear my clients like voices in my head going, wait, 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 what about me? You're not talking about me. So for those of you who are like, you're not talking about me, I've already had those conversations with him. When the issue is that the visions don't align, because that's the, the last thing, right? If he doesn't see the vision that you have for your business, because maybe he doesn't believe in it, maybe he right. just doesn't have that entrepreneurial spirit. Maybe he's like, no, you go to you go to college, you get a job, get paid, that's it. You retire, that's it. Like there are some people out there yeah. that that's in their mind, that's the way to do it. But they don't know anything else, and they don't really like change, and they feel very uncomfortable by all this like personal growth stuff that we work on as as entrepreneurs. That's where I'm sure a lot of people who are like, wait a minute, she's not talking about me yet, right? At that point, and that's when it's difficult because it's not like you are, you know, I could tell a single person, you know, somebody who's looking for a husband, well, you want to look for a husband who, you know, you have these, these dreams aligned and your, your visions aligned. I'm talking to people like, girl, we're already in it. We're married. Like we've been in here, you know, 10 years, five years, 20 years. And like, I'm, <laughs> our dreams are not aligned. Or I thought that they were aligned at one time and, that, and now they're not. I think that's the point where they they might you know yes they might not be aligned but I think if you if you really talk about what does he really want and what do you really want you might be surprised as to how quickly you can come up with that like how quickly you can come up with a if I uh, what do I want to say like a um, a common ground if you will right? Maybe he wants to retire. So this was the, the conversation that my husband and I had, because he was kind of supportive of the business. He didn't really bother me on the finances, because like I said, I had my own. But as for my time, he's like, oh, you know, and for me, I run multiple businesses. So he's like, oh, you know, it has everyone's head spinning, because I'm always doing something for air quotes work at one time or another. And so for us, it, he was having a hard time catching this vision of what I wanted to do. But then I realized, well, babe, what do you want? And he's like, I want to retire. <laughs> I want to stop working. I don't want, because he's in corporate. He has like a traditional job. You know, he's a little bit older, different generation than we are. So he did the thing, go to college, get the job. You know, you work and you retire. And he's like, I'm done. I want to retire. I don't want to keep working for another 30 years. So then I told him, great. So when I'm when I when I get this business off the ground in another four or five years, you can retire. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you can retire and you can run the business with me. And and I can use all the A, B, and C strengths that he has that are so amazing to run the business with me. Can I tell you how quickly he changed his tune after that? He was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> right? And then now all of a sudden. Because, you know, not that he's, he's, he likes the idea of, of running a business. He likes the idea of being an entrepreneur, you know, because I want something that I can do um, that's a little bit more passive in, in, in terms of income. And that's 
a little bit more location independent because we live in New York City and I'm not trying to be in New York City all the time for the rest of my life. I wanna be in a place where I have some location independence. He's all for that. And by me talking to him about the his interests and the things that I think this business can bring, now he's completely on board to the point that, as we were saying just before you started recording, he went ahead and took the kids away for the hour so I can record this episode. So the change is like night and day from where we were, where we were fighting over the time we were fighting. And now whenever it comes to anything that's my side hustle, he's like all about it. He is so for it. It's actually, he gives me a harder time about things that have to do with my day job. <laughs> like That's when he's like, oh, really? Do you have to be on another Zoom or whatever? So it's so funny how that change has shifted so much. So I would say really going back to the idea of the shifting perspectives, the interests versus the positional statements, but really understanding like, getting to a really deep understanding of what his interests are and what is it that he is looking for, really understanding that that is a thing that might start to shift his perspective. And then lastly, if even with all of that, if after all of that, he's still not giving you like 100% of the support you need, then the last thing that I have done to really help within this area in my own marriage, and, and I've seen other clients do, other, other entrepreneurs do, is I will work harder than anybody else in the room to make it happen when my family, like outside of the times that uh, my family needs me. So for me, that looks like waking up at five in the morning and getting an hour's worth or two hours worth of work done before I have to do like mom time. Like I have like a time right. block of like, you know, my morning stuff of making breakfast and getting the kids ready for school. If I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, it doesn't affect him, but it gives me that extra two hours every day. So that times five or that times six, if I'm doing it also on a Saturday, well, now I'm getting 10 to 12 hours a week to work on my business that I didn't have before on top of any other hours that I might be doing during the day and during the week. And I do that also because I run multiple businesses, but that's the other thing that once you start to do that, once you start to say, you know what, I have such belief in this business that I'm willing to, to get up and do whatever it takes to run this business while still being there for my family. Because the other thing, when we're talking about vision and, and there being a lack of alignment and vision, Sometimes the issue with that is we are making work the idol and we're, we're working so hard at work that it's not that your husband has an issue with your side hustle. He has an issue with you not being available to him or the children or whatever in all the other times. So um, my daughter literally told me one day, mom, you're not even listening. You're pretending to listen because I was on my phone. And oh, that cut me so deep. I was like, well, you know what, baby girl, you are so right. And these were all the lessons that I learned like while I was trying to build an MLM. So I'm happy that they learned when I was trying to build an, a, a business that ultimately wasn't for me. And I, I was able to stop all that and put all that down. 
And those I notice in my own marriage, those are the only times even now that my husband ever has an issue with me is if I'm not being present for my children or not being present for my family. So if I keep that time sacred and I say, nope, after this time, I'm not picking up a call. I'm not talking to a client. I'm not whatever, not doing any of those things. I'm spending this time with the family. And then on the, all the other times he's like, go ahead, go for it. Do whatever it is you got to do. I go into the home office, do what I have to do. I get my work done. All of a sudden, the complete 180 again. So it's really like understanding what is it that you have to do to run your business and also be present for your family. Because if your husband, if he loves you, he's a good man and all this other great stuff, he's not going to have that big of an issue if you are being present for the family. So going back full circle to the first question that you asked yourself, why is it that he's not supporting my business? Why do I think that he's not supporting my business? I want you to ask yourself, can you with 100% certainty say that you are being present in your marriage and for your children in this moment, in this time that he's not supporting your business? Because if you can, or say that you're being 100% present, then I would, I'm not a betting woman, but I would bet money that most likely your husband is supportive of your business. And maybe it's one of those other things that you just got to work out the timing of the finances or whatever. But, but if that's the case, then most likely what it is, is that it's not that he has an issue with your business, but he has an issue with, with not having you there for the kids. And I've had other women who they do all the things, homeschooling, all the things, but then they're not present for their husbands. And so how many times do our husbands get the leftovers? Do we, cause he's there and he's out and he's working and we're spending, you know, we're doing everything for the kids and whatever. And by the time he gets home, we're like, Hey, what's up? And our marriages are in the toilet because like we have nothing left to give. We don't give him any time, any attention. He gets like the, the crumbs. If that, well, yeah, then, uh, yeah, I would not be surprised if he has a tr uh, trouble supporting your business because he feels like another thing in his mind, he's thinking another thing that you're putting a ahead of me, another thing on your plate. Now I'm good. there's going to be even left for me where all he wants is his wife. Like all he wants is like some connection with you, some closeness with you. So I guarantee that if you start to carve out that time separately, you know, being present for the children, but also be, being present in your marriage, whatever that looks like for you, but maybe it's once a week, spending time together. And I'm not even talking about just date night. I'm talking about just communicating. Now my husband and I have gotten into the habit of communicating our schedules and like, hey, what do you have going on this week? What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. We have these like not even weekly, but it's almost like every other day we have like a mini meeting, like a check-in, like, Hey, what's going on today? What are we doing? What do you, you know, who's picking up kids, this, that, all that good stuff. But we can always, we're always feeling connected because we're now always talking to each other about what's going on. He doesn't have to feel like he's getting my leftovers. And I am very quick to say to any of my clients, sorry, it's day night. Like, no, <laughs> not tonight. Phones shut off or it's family time, like phone is shut up. And so because they know that I do that, he's so much more supportive of my business. So I hope that is like helpful. If, you know, anything is anything else coming up for you where you're like, wait a minute, but what about, or I have questions about. Well, I love everything that you've said. And I was just like sitting here, just nodding my head like, yes. And I have been that person. 
I think the only thing I would point out, and I think you would agree with this, is this whole process of reflection and communication with your husband and also having that alignment of vision is something that takes time. It is not a quick sitting down on a Thursday night going, all right, honey, here's my vision for this business idea. And it's not just an immediate, yes, go for it. There is going to be, you know, peaks and valleys, and there's going to be times where you are not going to feel connected. And then there's going to be times where you do feel connected. So when you said that whole spot where you were talking about how, if you truly believe in what you want to do and you want to be successful and you have a passion for it, it's up to you to take that control and say, well, I'm going to carve out time where I can be a hundred percent of my business and it's not affecting my family and my husband, because I'm sure a lot of women fall into this trap about being resentful towards their husband mm-hmm. and you don't need to be. And I think when you take control of, all right, if I, if this is something I really want, you will find the nooks and crannies in your day to do it and feel, feel fulfilled without it taking you away from your kids and your husband. Would you agree that this is just like an ongoing process? It's not like once, cause I still have that, you know, to this day, like if I want to like invest in like a big dollar amount program, you know, it, there's still a conversation, even though I'm bringing in income, I'm still going to have that conversation. I'm just not going to spend it. And all of a sudden he sees it and it's like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and I tell him my vision, I want to do this and this is where it's going to, this is, you know, the outcome or the result that I'm hoping to get from it. So I'm meeting him where he is now, but I'm, I try very hard to communicate and show him what's possible and include him. And that's the other thing. Are we including them on our journey? Right. I think sometimes we just kind of shut that door and go, no, this is my thing, you know, and I'll get to you later. It's, I think there's this whole inclusion thing that you need to have in your marriage and your business. Yes. A hundred percent about including your husband in your business. Although I can say that a lot of times people might be reluctant to include their husband in their business at first because they're having all of this friction and this back and forth and they don't feel supported and all that. So everything that you're saying is so true about there being a journey. Everything that I talked about is actually the pieces of my journey as it started from from where I started to where we are now um, in terms of him supporting my business where today he was like, yeah, sure. He offered, right, to take the kids out of the house. But earlier he was still like, babe, you're on another Zoom, right? And again, going back to the, the thing about being being present. So there's understanding that it's never going to be perfect, right? There's always going to be these ebbs and flows. There's always going to be a conversation to be had. So, you know, um, and in asking yourself uh, about, you know, why do I think he's not being supportive of my business? It's also understanding for yourself and your journey and your journey in your marriage. And as it relates to your business, where am I? Like, where am I on this cycle? Like from a scale of one to 10, one being he's completely opposed to your business and 10 being like, he's your business partner, right? Like, where are you in this journey? And then understanding like, okay, yes, we're going to pick up from here. And these are some of the things that we can start now adding into it to know that it's not so easy. It's not like a step A, B, and C. Here's three steps to getting your husband to support your business. Nah, girl, don't work that way. Right. It doesn't, right? Like you said. <laughs> 
it's, it's a process. Everything is a process, just like the business is a process. And also I understanding to, that we need to have grace for ourselves in where we are in the process. Where are we in, in our relationship, in our marriage? Where are we in our business? Are we brand new? Or have we been in business for 10 years? Have we, like the two of us been in business for multiple years now? And so, you know, we're a little bit more seasoned. We, we have a little bit more of a process. Now we are bringing in income. Because let me tell you, that's a game changer. Once you start bringing in income consistently, he will come around really quick. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like, okay, wait, how much was it? How much did you make? Go ahead. Good for you. Like, like I was saying, like, my husband's like, oh, you mean I could retire? Like, now we're talking, right? So it's just in the same way that you have to build your business to that point. It's building your marriage and relationship to that point and really getting to the idea and having the, the right conversations that work for you guys that make sense and honoring really where he is instead of like you were saying, I think that the powerful thing about what you were saying is the point of resentment that we're in, where now you're angry at him because you feel like, well, because maybe now you feel like you're in a circle because you feel like, well, he's the one bringing in all the income. And here I am doing all the work at home, which is a completely valid full-time job, by the way, that we don't get paid for as full-time moms and, and homemakers. And now I'm doing all the work at home and I'm trying to do something to bring in income. And he's not letting me, I'm going to say air quotes, not letting me. And so now we're just stuck in this cycle and wow. I'm angry, right? Because now you feel like you can't express yourself creatively or do all the things that you want to do and you're being held back. So that's what we want to avoid that's the part where that's where I start talking to women and be like okay what's going on in here in this vicious little cycle that we're in let's start to unravel that because how can we come out of that how can we shift our minds from this like I don't want to say victim mindset but essentially like oh woe is me victim mindset of like you are a victor baby like no we got this we just have to make a couple of adjustments and how can we do that make those adjustments and then change you know start the cycle like I'm spinning my I realize I talk with my hands a lot guys so as I'm, <laughs> as I'm talking <laughs> I'm like spinning my hands because it's really it's like it's a cycle right yes. and so you want the, the 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 cycle to go in a positive direction versus going in a negative direction well if, if a wheel is spinning one way and we want it to spin the other way we first have to stop that wheel Right. And then we have to start spinning it in the opposite direction, but it doesn't, just, doesn't happen right away. It happens slowly. You got to build up momentum. You know, it just takes a lot. Right. And then, you know, once you're on it, you can really get that thing going. But the, it's the idea being that you can't just immediately go from one direction and, you know, 180 turn to the next. You have to stop and really start, you know, to build momentum to go in the opposite way. Yeah, I love that. Well, this was such an amazing conversation, Beatrice. And I know that there's going to be a lot of women listening who are like, I need to connect with her. So where can we find you online? Sure. My podcast is the best way to find me. And that is The Grace Fueled Wife. If you just want to connect, reach out to me, send me a DM, whatever. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram. And that is at The Grace Fueled Wife. Um, website, all of that, pretty much everywhere. You can find me at the Grace Fueled Wife. Awesome. I'll make sure that everything is in the show notes. And thanks again for being here today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. 
I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.